what is your big picture? Mm -hmm. What is the vision for your company? How do you see opportunity? What is it? And is it clearly defined? Brought to you by the founders of California Realty Experts, this is Entrepreneur Today, the podcast which brings you the latest on how to succeed in an ever-changing profession. You want to forecast where you want to go. And the only way that's going to happen is if you can measure it. Without boundaries, there's no measurement. Hello, podcast world, and welcome to Entrepreneur Today. My name is Gino Diegelman, and as always, I'm with my co-host, Alicia Amadio. Good morning, Gino. Hey, how is it being back? We just got You just flew in uh, yesterday from Maui. Yeah, it was Maui-licious. <laughs> you came on a, a long flight, actually, yesterday. You commuted to work from Maui, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What time did you leave again? At Maui time, I left at 9 p.m. <laughs> I'm still confused. <laughs> um, 9 p.m. and I arrived at the LAX at 5 a.m. California time. California time. So I didn't go to bed till 10 last night. All nighter. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you went home, got some of that airplane grease off you. Yes. And, and I came to work. You're ready to hit it. And here we are. So we decided to uh, spare everybody from the podcast yesterday because Alicia's energy would have been somewhere down here. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I was fading in our last agent meeting. Gina looks over and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, do my eyes show that they're closing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. Well, I'm excited. This is officially episode two of our podcast, Entrepreneur Today, a podcast that we've put together to go through some of the things that we've learned uh, working with the entrepreneurs that we get to be a part of their businesses and lives every single day. I want to share some of those tips and thoughts that we go through. And Alicia, what is uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today, the actual title is Drawing a Line in the Sand. And this is actually a training that we did do together, which was fun. And I love to see the responses of the learners in our audience when they um, hear drawing the line in the sand. Because what's that first thought that you think of when someone says, I'm drawing the line in the sand? Well, I think the best way that I can explain it is that this is the line that you, you do not cross. If you cross this line, the part that I stand for on this side is going to come out. Right. <laughs> Those could be fighting words. That could be the spot that you never go past. It starts questioning maybe your character. Yeah. Uh, is, is a good way to look at drawing the line in the sand. Right. And I think that you, you bring up interesting points and it's exactly the same thing is that when we say I'm drawing the line in the sand, it's actually a point when you've been pushed a little too far. Mm. And now you've really had to come up against something and stand up for what you believe. And that's just the final to everything once you draw your line in the sand. So for us, in speaking with our agents and coaching and training, we ask them to draw that line first before they get to that point. Well, it's important to draw the line in the sand, as a, especially as an entrepreneur, because one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is in the realm of actually thinking that they can do everything for everyone, and they find value by being available, and they're more a means to an end versus an actual business owner. We talked in our last podcast here about why consumers buy, and we know that it's because they know you and they know your story. Right. But now we've talked about something that's a little bit more in detail, and that's what you stand for. And right. That, and really, that's what we mean by you must stand for something, therefore, you must draw a line in the sand. I'm smiling as Gino is speaking because I get excited about this part of it. Well, I get excited about everything. But when it comes to this, how important and how valuable it is 
when you draw the line, but what it comes down to is that agents or entrepreneurs, we forget to about our personal boundaries because we are really genetically inclined to be people pleasers. We really want to achieve not only our personal goals, but there's something in us that wants you to achieve yours as well. And it's why we do everything that we do actually really good. Um, which I'm going to preface this a little bit that our next podcast will be defining that entrepreneur. So I'm really excited to talk about those personality types, but let's stay on track. <laughs> you know, really what it comes down to is I almost feel like when people are starting a business, they need to actually think a little bit further of what will it look like when I'm winning? What will it look like when I'm achieving? What right. will it look like when I'm, when, as I'm doing what I think I'm going to do? But with that said, when we sit down, we talk about drawing a line in the sand. The reason why we came to this topic is on the multiple coaching sessions and even with other small business owners, we find that they forget their original purpose. Mm. They forget because we get so transactional, so focused on the one task at hand that we forget the reason why we started this business in the beginning. And when we forget, we actually start to refocus. We start to re-strategize. We start to redo some of the things that we originally tasked ourselves to do. That to-do list, we rewrite how many times, right. right? And so the reason why this topic came up is because the entrepreneur needs to remind themselves of their value to themselves, what they stand for, where their foundation of their business is, and where their boundaries are. So perfect. Boundaries is uh, exactly the key word there. So our goal today is to provide a path that you can find a clear vision, clear direction, and a clear position for your business. Absolutely. So when we originally asked that question, what does it mean to you to draw the line in the sand? And the answer is pretty much means non-negotiables. I'm stealing that coin phrase from <laughs> Gino. Non-negotiables. You mean the must-haves? The must-haves, what I call them. Must-haves in your life. The must-haves that you have to keep. The non-negotiables. That is drawing the line in the sand. So why is drawing the line in the sand important to your business? One of the best ways that I have answered this in the past, and actually, you are leaving your business, mm -hmm. and you need to know where you're going. And you don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been and what you stand for. <laughs> if you can repeat that, that would be great. We, you put me on the spot. Like I said, I wrote this one down. So <laughs> this is not something I normally do. But I have it written down. So why is drawing the line important right. into your business? And it's because you, as the entrepreneur, are leading your business. Yes. You're leading, leading your yes. business. You, in order to know where you're going, you need to know where you've been. Instead of just reflecting on the past, you need to know what you stand for. Absolutely. And so when you know where you're leading to and where you're going, people will follow automatically. People follow those that have clear standards and a clear position in where they're going. Out of the sheer curiosity, what is it that you stand for is what people ignite themselves to want to find out. And a strong business person is going to have that line, those standards. You know, and we put this example in a lot of different lights, and sometimes I see people get hurt. I see this sense of long suffering. Long suffering. And I think there's an element that people will sacrifice anything just to make people happy. Mm -hmm. We've actually defined that it's not the end of the transaction that people find the success in, it's in the appreciation. Mm -hmm. And when you don't, you know, when you don't get the thank you, mm -hmm. or I couldn't have done this without you or I appreciate you, right. those hurt more than anything else, a part of the deal. So, um, And the appreciation is a lot of the value that you find that keeps you on this journey. We're very addicted 
to that accomplishment and the journey of the appreciation. Because when we're next to people that appreciate our talent, our skill, and what we do, it allows us to continue to keep motivated. And that's how, kind of, in my opinion, drawing the line in the sand is so valuable to the agent, or excuse me, to the entrepreneur, is because they know where they stand. And when they forget, they can go back. Exactly. So your conviction to your business is your standards. Absolutely. So what's the opposite? So the opposite would be being neutral, undecided. Absolutely. Indifferent. Love that one. (laughs) Um, You want to appeal to a wide range. Right. Typically a person trying to satisfy all. Right. Absolutely. And I think that we originally start out with that game plan with what our values and boundaries drawn in the sand. And when business seems to be taking off slower than what we expected, because I would say if I could see a show of hands out in radio world, (laughs) our hands are showing (laughs) up here, we have a tendency myself more than most of being impatient about the process which is a whole another dynamic altogether but being impatient about the process we want it so badly and we know the big picture and we've lived there for so long that when it's not happening as quickly we have a tendency to go ahead and just make that range wider and let's just grab everybody in the net and see if my process will work for you plus you know we're all looking to make money and so sometimes that bank account is sliding down and, and we become desperate, become desperate. Yeah. and our, our line becomes blurred out on That's what we point. stand on. You know, the importance to your business of drawing the line of sand, you know, brings up another interesting thought. And I want to get your, your opinion on this, Alicia. You have, in most cases, when you see the people being neutral, undecided, or appealing to a wide range, it feels to me that those businesses are more reactive. And a business that stands for something is proactive. Absolutely. And to me, it's because they have to, because they plan for it and they're ready and they know what they're looking for. Versus, you know, so what what do you have or what have you seen that you can add to, to proactive versus reactive? Well, a proactive person is definitely looking ahead. They're taking the risk of knowing that I'm going to continue to go forward. I'm risking the movement in this direction. So it's very proactive. They're setting the course out a week, a month, a year ahead of time, and it keeps them on schedule. Being proactive allows you to be ready and prepared for opportunities. So that's a big deal. Reactive is just the opposite. Now, you're not going to be ready for the right opportunity because you've been reactive to everything else that's coming at you right at the moment. It's a very uh, defensive positioning. You're you're letting things hit at you versus being able to zig and zag. And I'll even take it a step further. I mean, the, the reality is, is, is if your business is a reactive one, you're in jeopardy. Oh, you're, yeah. you're going out of business. You will not have a sustainable business for the next five years. You will be one of the 87% of businesses failing right. in the first five years. It's going to happen. See you later. If you find yourself in a reactive position, stop. Right. Absolutely. And that makes you go back to ground zero. And that makes you go back and say, okay, you know, what is the solution I thought that I could provide to the world that I'm living in right now? And where is it that I stand so passionately about it? You have to bring in that passion and be able to be uh, convicted about what you believe in so that you have, again, why people will follow you. You have those standards. So we actually created a a unique segue uh, because what's exciting to me is talking about why it's important. And one of the challenges that that we put out or was put out to us previously was like, okay, well, how do I draw a line in the sand? And it sounds like for some of us, it may be something easy and just say, well, this is who I am. Right. You know, which 
if you're still living in the world where you are still saying that, that's just who I am, you will never be better than who you are today. And let me just tell you, that's a problem. You're dying. Yes, you're, you're dying. Let me just send you your, uh, your obituary right now because you're dead. Uh, you gotta be growing. You gotta absolutely be growing. And if you're, if you're just gonna live in the light of that I am who I am and just that's nothing, that's what I stand for and I'll challenge anybody else, it's like, be better. Be better. So I'm gonna, so that's, that's not good enough, right? Some people, it's some not. people that when they hear the draw line in the sand, it's just like, when are you going to just start throwing blows? Right, right. And, <laughs> and that's, that's not what we're talking about. Today. It's funny because hopefully that we get an opportunity to um, actually speak to some of our listeners and actually meet some of you so that you can get an idea of how Gino and I work together. Because when he's saying those things out loud, I cringe a little bit because it's my protective nature to um, want to make sure I'm like, did you guys hear that? Okay. And it's true, though. You actually have to hear that. I hope that you did get pinned up against the wall a little bit. Because you have to be better than who you are today. And to rely on the source that this is just who I am is, is a little cowardly mm. and not wanting to risk to be different. Mm. And, and it's vulnerable. And I understand that completely. So um, with that, how do we draw the line in the sand? How would we tell somebody, draw yeah. the line in the sand? And you, you were alluding to it just you know, before I went on that little tangent. You know, you're talking about passion. You're yes. talking about what moves you. You're talking about where's your impulse, your instinct, mm -hmm. where's the direction that you're going. Right. But I think what it really comes down to more than anything else, where are your boundaries? And to be honest with you, a lot of people haven't drawn those boundaries because they haven't looked into self-awareness. They haven't got a, a good feel for what their values are right. in life. They haven't really looked at building a business and building their character and who they are at the same light, at the same token. And I think one of the things that we want you to take from this podcast today is that you can't build a company. You can't draw a line in the sand if you don't know who you are and what you stand for and Absolutely. you don't know what your values are and what you are going to be used as that like ethical compass, right. moral, moral compass, yeah, right? Yes, I love it. I am very visual. So I do see that compass and I, I like compasses, hourglasses, anything that is directional and, and setting a course. And so being able to have those visuals in front of me allows me to keep a, a good task at what's at hand. So, um, so that we don't lose or use the word loosely passion and leadership. I know people talk about it. Passion. So sounds so charismatic. Where's your passion? And really, if you could just put your two fingers on the inside of your wrist and hang on a second and to listen to that beat that's happening, you know, where, what is it that makes that heartbeat raise and get that impulse yeah. uh, going in you? Where's that pulse going? I love that feeling. So when you, when you have that excitement, that adrenaline starts to rush, find it, stop and live there for a second and, and analyze why is this making me so excited to be here right now? And that's going to be a boundary, the line that you really want to protect. So that's where I would start. Very basic. Well, and hopefully you, hopefully you heard it, my rant, uh, you know, a minute ago where I obviously hopefully coming off as clearly passionate about personal growth and Absolutely. not being stagnant. Right. And what that's done is I, the line in the sand that I've drawn is I got to be better tomorrow than right. I am today. And everybody else that doesn't accept that same mentality or right. doesn't have that same drive for life is missing out. And to me, that's not okay. And so what is the opposite of somebody that is drawing a line in the sand, right? The first, the very first thing that we actually have written down is fear and offending. Oh, gosh. Which is funny because Alicia cringe because she's afraid I'm offending. Yeah. I'm clearly standing for a boundary that I have. So hopefully you yeah. can see that as an example. and feel what it is that's important to you 
And I can tell you right now that my pulse raised a little bit as soon as I start talking about yes. that kind of stuff. And that's what needs to drive you. Right. That's what needs to get you up in the morning. <laughs> that's what needs to get you to a place where you are being better. Absolutely. I laugh because you're just hearing me chirp in. Right, right, right. And it's because it's igniting. And hopefully you're doing the same thing as you're sitting where you are with, with your ear buds in and, and listening and being able, hopefully you're saying, right, that makes sense because fear is such a big opponent. I, I, it's against everything your business plan sh is standing for. Fear is going to rip it, everything down. And so knowing that fear can be offensive to your business and that you're afraid of offending other people is a big deal. And the other thing I have to say is that you actually have to really, really like yourself. And personal growth comes with being able to look at yourself. doesn't mean that you're perfect, but you like yourself. So when you like you, that fear seems to dissipate a little bit. If you don't know how to draw the line in the sand to your business or to your life, um, that leaves you without any strategy or yeah. business plan. Kind of just standing there allowing and waiting for someone to tell you what to do. So hearing that uh, hopefully makes you stop and go, wait, am I waiting for someone to tell me what to do next? Am I pulling the number in that long list of opportunities waiting my turn? No way, man. I want to get up and run to the front of the line. Me first. Yep. I want to be there that says, hey, I have an idea and I want you to hear it because I'm proud of what that looks like. I know that this is a solution because I know where I stand. You know, it's interesting. The... Um the one of the things that we're talking about right now, obviously, this is called Entrepreneur Today. We're talking to businesses. But um, if there's any men out there listening to this podcast, in case you're still single, still looking for the right one, still trying to figure out how your life's going to get going down the line and, and what's going on, uh, I, I learned something. And hopefully you'll learn something through this podcast right here. Women are looking for a man that stands for something. <laughs> He's waiting for me to say something. <laughs> And it's true. And nothing is more attractive. And I think it goes both ways. People are the most attractive when they stand for something, when they have values, yeah. that they appreciate who yeah. they are and they move forward in it. They live in it. They're comfortable in their own skin. And so not only does that attraction draw us to one another, but it also is a great attraction to the business that you are in. And it goes directly to attracting people to your why. Absolutely. And when we talked about in our, in our previous podcast about why consumers buy, they need to know your story, they need to know who you are, they need to know what you stand for, they need to know why you do what you do. It's because it will attract them to you. And that is extremely important point, um, both in, in life. You know, we're getting dating tips today, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, been out of the dating game for a minute, but if I knew what I knew now, <laughs> right? I wouldn't have been a wallflower as much, you know, so that's good. I think this is, is good and we want people to start. We don't want to just give you this and put you put in the piggy bank and just be like, oh, I got fed from that. Well, like, we want you to get going. Absolutely. And for us, where I want you to start is I want you to understand and write out what is your big picture? Mm -hmm. What is the vision for your company? How do you see the opportunity and how big is it? What is it? And is it clearly defined? Absolutely. Well, this is great for me because I can go ahead and plug in that moment where you can sit down and just dream without any boundaries and limitations that you would put to yourself, whether you feel like it's an age, an education, a financial situation, go ahead and set those all down and go ahead and cast as far as you can out there and figure out what that big picture looks like. Throw it out there in your mind and see how 
big can this be? How many people can I really reach with my business solution? How can I actually change the world I live in? How can I be a bigger impact in my community? Hey, my neighborhood. Hey, my own house. Those are the people that you want to influence the most. So that's where I would start. So if we don't have that, if you don't really ever get a good start, what are you doing? What's the opposite of that? Well, you're going to be in a place where every day is a struggle. Yeah. And you feel like you're restarting, you're hitting the reset button, eh. you're having a hard time, you're getting through a transaction, you're not keeping your eyes down the field. That's going to be one of the, the obvious feelings that you're going to have. And yes. really, you're, you're just wasting time. Your business as an entrepreneur has now become a means to an end, right? which is the antithesis of being an entrepreneur. You are not here to create a nine to five. You're here to accelerate into a business that can take care of you greater than a nine to five. So if you're an entrepreneur and you find yourself and everything's just day to day, and you're, you have good money coming in, but it's always just kind of nothing with great potential, then you're missing something. Right. You're clearly, clearly missing something. Um, and you need to go back and redefine your goals, your vision and what the big picture is so that you can start charting a course to get to that. Absolutely. And that's something that you need to restart right away. If you are finding that drawing the line has been something that you've skipped, that you went on to just having an idea and building from that point without knowing your clear standards or positioning, um, knowing what your natural instincts and impulses. If you've skipped those two steps, then yeah. you want to go ahead and rewrite that vision and know what that big picture stands for. Because like Gina just said, you're just kind of going day to day. You're going nine to five and just, you know, wasting eight hours of your day just getting up for that reason, which, you know, leads us to one of the things that we've actually created a t-shirt that says, why do you get up in the morning? I love that. Like that when I wear it, everybody asks you, so why do you get up in the morning? <laughs> and it's funny, sometimes I forget I have it on. <laughs> <laughs> why do you get up in the morning? <laughs> right? So that's, a, that's a, good one, a good one to have. But So what I want to jump to right now is I just want to kind of summarize a few of the stuff. We've talked a lot about boundaries. Uh -huh. And I want you guys to know that boundaries are not only a sign of good business management, but they're also an act of commitment. Absolutely. And it's an act of commitment from you to your business it, and I can't tell you how proud I became once I had a business built on boundaries absolutely built or with boundaries for, for that matter right having built on the foundation of, of my values now as I start to see the reaping a little bit of the rewards mm -hmm. I'm proud of it because it's that's me my business is me that business is who I am right and that is something to take pride in. You heard him say commitment and how proud that makes him and knowing where his, his business stands for, our business stands for. But that commitment actually has to come to yourself first. You're committed all in, all chips, all cards down on that dealer of opportunity on who? On you. On you. On you. And that's what's exciting is that that commitment has to start with you. Who are you committed to first? And I'm talking to young entrepreneurs, you out there that have had an idea that's been percolating for a few years. I talk to people that have had ideas since they were six years old, yep. that they've always felt a certain way. I'm actually getting super excited because when I hear that, the things that come against them is the fact that some of you are in your parent households. And you start hearing some of the negative things, the naysayers saying, gosh, that's just not going to work. Where are you going to find money in that? And when you start to dream and I hear, I hear this, I'm on a beach house and I'm going to have this. People say, well, you better make a lot of money. How are you going to do that? Did you get your education? Right? And you hear that. And what do you have to say about that? Know your passion. Believe in who you are. Be committed on you 
and move forward. Because if you're not, then you're just getting up every morning to be like everybody else. And that's not cool. Yeah. Have you ever taken a job or done something for a client or maybe maybe some of our, our listeners are in different fields of business and there's a transactional or, or somebody that they took on that wouldn't have been somebody that they would normally take on. But you know what? They're a little slow or something's going on or turned and you know this is a good opportunity. Maybe it's a big deal. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there's good money at the end of the tunnel. But without fail, without fail, they took on a client they shouldn't have taken on. They don't match their their Any, values. They're anything. Their they're connection. well outside of the boundaries. Yeah. They think they can get away with it. What's guaranteed to happen is one, you're going to get busy during this time. You're going to have a bunch of your normal business that's going to get neglected by you because you're catering to the Z client that's mm-hmm. not your A to B. And you're going to be in a place where you're going to feel burnt out, yes. stressed out. Perfect. And what happens every time is it's like, we, we, every time it's, it's a clear sign that your boundaries were crossed and right. we, we can spot it right away. Somebody comes in, they're losing yeah. their mind and it's like, well, how did we get here? And then they tell us the story from the first five minutes of meeting sacrifice. and how it went. Yes. And I was like, oh, so you sacrificed within the first five minutes. And now you're wondering why five months later you're giving up your lungs for free at this point. <laughs> So um, you can see when your boundaries have been crossed. You can see when uh, you've been stretched too far, when you are in a place where your business plan does not meet up with the interaction of clients that you have. If you find yourself feeling distressed, if you find yourself feeling being stretched, mm-hmm. then, uh, then it's just 100%. Uh, you sacrifice. That's something you shouldn't have sacrificed. It, it's a lot right there when we hear that. And so hopefully what you're seeing right here, this the main chord that's going through here is what we want is a predictable business. Yes. And prediction or forecasting cannot happen without measurement. So I'm speaking slowly, hopefully that you can stop and re-listen to what we're saying. You want a predictable business. You want to forecast where you want to go. You want to see that vision. And the only way that's going to happen is if you can measure it. Without boundaries, there's no measurement. Without standing for something, what are you measuring? An ocean, a sea of things. Hmm. You can't cast a net that big. And guess what? You won't. When you get to a place where you just won't, then your business suffers. Absolutely. Then your business goes stagnant. Absolutely. Then, then, you're, then you're lost in your own dream that was going to be something one day and just isn't anymore. And that's, that sounds sad. And so let's keep it let's keep it positive because we know that you're going to go out there and you're going to sit down and re-listen to some of these things because we want you to be in here for the, the long haul. We believe that if you're listening to this, it's because you have a legacy of something that you want to leave. And where you want to go. So take the time. Look back at some of the stuff that we've been saying. Recognize you have to stand for something. Your business has to stand for something. You are not just providing a product. You are not just looking for the next transaction. You have to have even as simple as a niche. You need to find out what your target client is. You have to know who you are and what you stand for. But, um, you know, we're really happy to be doing this podcast and sharing this with you. Yeah. Uh, we actually made it only halfway through this, and I think, you know, we'll be able to expand on it in some, some future podcasts down the line. Are you uh, telling me to stop talking, Gino? Is that your clue? Is that <laughs> is that the hint? <laughs> no, I think, you know what, though? I feel, I feel like uh, I feel like we just turned on a fire hose, and I want people to, to stop here and check themselves and find out. You can't list right now five values. 
of, of what you stand for. And, and I mean, it's as simple as, you know, hey, I want to I want to have more time with my family. Yes. Hey, I want to make sure that I am operating a business that's building something greater than what I could do at a, a security of nine to five. Right. I'm looking to provide my own security. Absolutely. How am I doing that? And you need to understand all the principles of what we said today in order to accomplish the potential that you have as an entrepreneur in order to lift the lid and get to the place where you really can begin seeing the fruits of your labor paying off exponentially. Your foundation has to be strong. Boundaries have to be set. You can't be selling burgers at a taco shop. It's just as simple as that, people. So uh, any final thoughts, Alicia, before we uh, let these guys go and any last things you want to tell them? Well, I do. I got 17 points that I want to tell you. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) A little bit. I'm just kidding. But I do. I want you to know that anything in life is going to take hard work. It's going to require you to be disciplined. There's not going to be a shortcut. You will have to finish what you started. You have to have a plan and you have to stick to it. Revise it all you want. Just don't make revising your plan your job. You have to believe in the number one product, which is you. And you have to love to learn. So those are the challenges. Well, hey, thank you all of the podcast listeners for being with us today. This is officially our second episode, and uh, we hope you join join us for the next one. We will be publishing it, but please put some reviews, questions, thoughts. You can uh, find us on social media at CA Realty Experts. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm at Gino Deagleman, and Alicia is at Alicia, A-L-E-S-I-A underscore Amadio. Thank you, Gino. I appreciate you putting on my plug. <laughs> So find us. All right. Find us, friend us, tweet us, chat us. And uh, you can find us on iTunes as well.